wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you I remember about 15 years ago, maybe longer, on the bus to the U of M, and there are some loudmouth on the back of the bus talking really in depth about UMSU student union politics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, man, if I'm ever that guy, <laughs> shoot me. But I'd like to talk about on this podcast UMSU student union politics. So, please have that gun ready. What? UMSU? Why do you care about UMSU Student Council? Are you still paying union dues? <laughs> I've got it here. But this is what triggered me to, uh, you know, sort of brought up some UMSU feelings in my head. So, UMSU is University of Manitoba Student Unions there. Um, and so, this article in the Manitoban is called An Evening of Blunders. And like, it was are they celibate? It was an art exhibit that showcases disrespect for student art. Disrespect so, for student art. Yeah, there was an exhibit called Unravel. That was a mental health art exhibit. And the author submitted a uh, a piece for it there. So it was it was sir it was uh, held in the multi-purpose room on the second floor of University Center, which is not a good place for an art exhibit. It's got wood paneling and yellow lighting and yeah. music blaring from the speakers, loud enough to drown out thought. Pieces were crudely hung with visible command strips. In place of placards describing the works were hand-cut labels tacked onto purple construction paper, which listed the artists' names, but not the titles of the artworks. The labels also did not include the year of the work or the dimensions. <laughs> and then Janelle, while I was reading her this, she's like, what about the medium? I was like, and that's next. Some didn't list the medium either. <laughs> oh. Two digital pieces were projected onto crumple screens, too dark in the bright room to be visible. One image was misaligned, part of the projection illuminating the wall behind it and showing the settings menu at the bottom of the screen. It's <laughs> <laughs> bad. The settings menu on the projectors, that can't happen. A hanging sculpture of a cloud was strung up on what looked like a damaged stand that would collapse at any minute. That's like One the tough thing. marketplace wall. <laughs> exactly. That's like the tough and marketplace wall fine art. <laughs> Gonna write that down for herecomeswisdom.com art. Uh, one painting was sat on a small table and leaned up against the wall in the corner. My own painting was propped up on a flimsy easel. The paintings of my classmate Miriam Bagiri was attached to black metal tripods displayed at waist height. The Not sticky note that organizers Bagheri. had uh, asked artists to attach and ensuring of a return of work was still stuck to the back of one of her paintings. Her phone number, student number, and full name were visible to anyone in attendance. Oh. <laughs> it gets better. As the open as the opening went on, a speaker came to the stage uh, telling everyone to sit. I assumed we would hear a short speech from the organizers about the artwork or about mental health. Instead, we were introduced to comedian Adam Grabowski. <laughs> Grabowski, who on his website bills himself as a mental health advocate and lecturer who performs socially conscious comedy. 
Which your name is Grabowski? Grabowski. <laughs> Grabowski. Isn't that like a joke of a name? Yeah, kind of. No, but isn't that like a like a kind of like uh, like a like a officer. Nestor Nestor Pester officer pervy grabby Grabowski? Isn't that like a common yeah. name for a kid person? So isn't this guy like a? I thought this guy'd be like a Rodney Dangerfield cop. Well, this feels like it might be on an episode of like the rehearsal or something like that. Cause oh no! I think, I think the socially conscious mental Comedy. health speaking comedian is like the that is the gig now. Potentially, having a comedian perform at an art opening about mental health was already an odd choice, but Grabowski made sure it was a bad one too. <laughs> That's a good line. That's almost as good as the Winnipeg Free Press making fun of my play I was in. Yeah. That's like that's as good as that's a great line. As he spoke to audience members in an awkward, uncomfortable way. While I was worried about being called out by by Grabowski, I left near the end of his very long set, <laughs> apologizing to the friend I had brought with me. So, and it just keeps going on that Amsu, um, you know, it was disrespectful. It was a disservice to not only to the art pieces, but to the artists themselves. Cardi, you said this is long. I'm scared this is just the start of like. Yeah, so that's just sort of <laughs> what got me going about Amsu there. But I guess I'd have to do with Amsu. Because Amsu organized, put on, they were in charge of it all. So it's just another misstep by What does that mean by being in charge of all? It's like some guy had keys to the room at night and let his friends put up some art. Well, Amsu's, you know, they're in charge of, um, you know, hiring Rob Cordry and... and, uh, Was cash exchanged for this art? No, I don't think so. But, I don't know, Amsu's in charge of the restaurants on campus there and everything. And sometimes they don't do a good job. Huh. Do you remember Amanda Aziz, president of UMSU from 2004 to 2006? I remember the name, yeah. Yeah. What so, she do, murder puppies and sell their organs online? No. Okay. So uh, during her presidency, UMSU officially joined CFS, the Canadian Federation of Students. It was very controversial. They're sort of a, you know, a federal lobbyist group, basically, to, uh, you know, help the local student unions lobby for lower tuition and whatever else they're into that day. So remember, 2004 to 2006, she spearheaded the movement to become part of CFS. And then uh, guess what? She finished. And guess where she, what she did after graduation in 2006? No. Went to work she, for CFS as the lobbyist? Well, not only. She was a national chairperson for CFS. <laughs> right after graduation. What a nice coincidence. Yeah. Oh my god. So, it was a controversial choice and uh yeah. Oh well, you know, she was got she was done, her term had ended 2006. Time for fresh. We're refreshing. <laughs> We're getting a new president. So, that's good. Election day. March 1st, 2006. The front runner, Aziz's hand picked uh Successor, Gary Saran. Oh, I President. remember hearing him. Yeah, so March 1st, first day of the election, Winnipeg Sun's got a newspaper article about Gary and Gary's cronies run to GPAs 
uh, the you know the convenience store in in the middle of University Center, buy up all of the issues, and then March second, Winnipeg Free Press has an article. Again, his cronies buy up all the issues because you know you still had the internet to read that stuff, but not everyone had cell phones, and you know tried to limit the damage. Why? Uh oh. Because uh, it's talking about what happened. Um, convicted of possession of drugs in August 2003. Oh, well, he probably had a joint on him or something like that, right? Oh, that's, yeah. That's legal now. 12 pounds of meth. Well, actually, he was convicted in uh, May 2005 and spent the next four months in prison. What? <laughs> on a, four months for a possession charge? For, like, what, one joint? Um, and he's like, yeah, I was just convicted of possession charges, is quote. But there was... um. One one kilogram of crack cocaine, one point oh. four kilograms of cocaine, a sawed-off shotgun, a kilogram, yeah, and and twenty thousand dollars in cash. I mean, this guy sounds like he rules at college, <laughs> so maybe he should be the president because this guy is collegeing at a very high level. He's got guns and crack. He's- he got out of jail in September 2005, ran for election March 1st, 2006, and he finished his probation May 1st when he started his first day of being president of UMSU. Funny how that works. So they so just funny. let some local skid drug dealer be the president? I guess so. His campaign manager said, uh, well, the, 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 the criminal record was a thing of his past. Oh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, he was also implicated in a drive-by shooting at the same time in August 2003. But charges were dropped when his confession was deemed to have been improperly obtained by police. Whoa, this guy's a scumbag. So uh, his campaign manager said, well, he won with 70% of the vote. I think students have shown that they're capable of being skeptical of media information and that they can look at it. This guy was called fake news. To a guilty plea reported by the Sun and the Free Press. Fake news. Back in 2000. Totally guilty. Oh, fake news. Fake news. Overwhelmingly chose Gary to be president. 70%. Read those numbers. So... Gary was president from 2006 to 2008, and then... Uh... He killed a prostitute. <laughs> oh, no, no, okay. Oh, well. Uh, right now, he's uh, working for Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario for his LinkedIn. <laughs> hey, kids! <laughs> you you want to learn about measuring? <laughs> What's the difference between one kilogram and 1.4 kilograms? <laughs> it's a one month in prison! <laughs> You want to measure the time between my probation and presidency? A couple hours. <laughs> Started probation at midnight and became president at 8 a.m. So, like I said, joining CFS was a controversial uh, step at the time when Amanda signed us up so she could guarantee herself like the sweet gig. Um, now she's in your, your territory there, Trevor. As the immigration lawyer. Um, so it didn't take long for disputes between UMSU and uh, CFS to take start to, to really, you know, hold. And it's been ugly for a while there. Uh, even back in 10 years ago, 2013. Wait, so CFS and UMSU hate each other because she dragged us into this thing. Yeah, they just never really, you know, got along. They didn't want um, to really be part of it, but she did. 
Well, we so voted for the- it, but as this person who wrote this article said, you know, if a lot of students are pretty naive. They're there from three to five years. Well, I've been going to school there since 2013, so I've seen it all. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. Statesman. Yes. I'm on the back of the bus talking about them. So, so um, uh, I'm Sue executives in September 2013 spent hours tearing out CFS promotional pages from 20,000 student agenda books. <laughs> So the feud, yeah, that's just part of that's the more humorous part of the feud. Uh, but guess guess where uh, guess where the relationship is right now? Where, how how could I know where the relationship is? Court, is, that's where it is. In uh, where? CFS, court. That's, that's where all good things go. So CFS yeah. is suing Umsu for a million dollars right now. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, Umsu says we're not part of CFS, and CFS says, yes, you are. You owe us a million dollars in, in uh, unpaid, union, uh, unpaid fees, etc. And they're battling it out. So. Jesus. Yeah. Pay attention to who you elect, I guess. <laughs> good. So who was who overall worse? I don't know. Gary seemed to be pretty good. President Cokehead or President Self Dealing? I don't know. Oh, that self dealer is uh, special. There's a lot of former past. Uh, Look at George W. Bush. Basically. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to be a good guy. Just in the wrong place, wrong time. He was riding the Bush Bush enthusiasm in <laughs> 2006. Okay, I am exploding here with my. Last thing of the day. You're okay. exploring. Sure. What did you eat? With excitement. No, with excitement. <laughs> Settle in. Let me take you to just, I'm going to send a couple links soon to the chat in Discord, okay? Because I'm going to take you on an adventure. You're going to, I'm so happy. You're so happy? Yeah, so this is like, I have gone now into artisanal search engines. And it's okay. incredible. So let me tell you about Marginalia. Is that a search engine? Yes. You have to, you'd have to search for Marginalia search. Marginalia, a- that's the word for like flipping a little page in a book, bending the corner, I believe. Oh. About. This is an independent DIY search engine that focuses on non-commercial content, shows you sites you weren't aware of. The software for the search engine is all custom built. All the crawling is done in-house, open source. It's hosted on a single PC in Sweden. Yeah, right. It's Scientology. Every site, every search <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scientology. It's either Scientology or furries. Every result is furries or Scientology. So this search engine isn't well equipped to, for like big questions, it says, but it shines at finding small, old, obscure websites. Hell like yeah. It's, it's that's stuff cool. that just that Google has ignored. That's just been lost to time. So I'm gonna send you the first couple links when I searched for Grays. Looking for some old timey alien stuff, and it takes me back. Really? Yeah, it just it's a different internet. It's like found the old internet. Well, Where are you waiting. sharing this? 
while you're Discord, waiting this, in the voice chat this is the third segment today that we've used the word artisanal concerned. i know but it's appropriate <laughs> okay so it's underneath my picture Whoa. Of <laughs> oh firefox is installing my updates sweet <coughs> Like this is yeah. This is the internet. (laughs) This is what I'm talking about. This is what your uncle was on for 14 hours a day in the basement. (laughs) Eli's praying mantis crystal. Extra. Oh yes. Yeah, or one more if you really want to learn about the greys and what they've got planned for the Earth and such. Let's go to galacticserver.com. Oh, this is just in this. This is but written by a guy who taught electronics. This guy who shopped at Radio Shack. Whoever wrote this, this site shop, this is intense. It is just a white screen with black words and paragraph after paragraph oh, in this, this is my website this is my website 97 the, the letter if your letter on the margin is an I or a P it's actually blended into the margin almost it's so tight <laughs> one use of a font bold exactly one time and the t- that is the title every other thing is just text. Yeah, edge of the screen to edge of the screen. Yeah, this is like this is like this is about a five gallon pail of text. If I had to, if I had to measure it, Carter, if I did some measurements, if I was measuring kilos of cocaine, I'd say this is about six kilos of cocaine of text. So I might be leaving the internet for this, for this search engine, just living off it. You'd be a very different person. (laughs) You'd you'd either make or lose friends. (laughs) This is all you used as a search engine. (laughs) Let's see if I look up a recipe here. Galactic Server really is like the friends you make along the way on Galactic (laughs) Server. That is, it is the journey because you're gonna make some friends if you're on Galactic Server. What do you think? Uh, be... Maybe maybe we should move here comes some wisdom.com to galacticserver.com slash HCSW. Oh, that's a good idea. It feels like it's it's one one computer in Sweden. <laughs> oh, I went to the Galactic Server and I'm looking at some of the links. They got YouTube too. <laughs> and it's YouTube-2.net. Wow. Oh, there's a dancing, like, baby alien, uh, you know, the dancing baby from the 90s, but it's a gray alien. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One oh, more link look- I tried looking for a shepherd's pie. Look, you, you can click on click- it. Hope. Oh, Carter. You can click special view at 800 by 600. Ooh, that's high resolution, baby. <laughs> a recipe? It's just a recipe. No. Oh, there's, so there, you mean there's no introduction about grandma and, and anything? Her favorite alien ship. Have you seen her favorite kind of alien ship on Crystal Links? <laughs> it's an alien ship that's just above her house shooting presents down her chimney. It's a pretty great animation. Oh, we're just lost now. We're gone. Crystal Links is so good. 
<laughs> Man, and there's a lot of like metaphysical things. And clothing that simulates tattoos, but it's not. It's just clothing. But it makes you look like you're tattooed. I'm noticing that. Wow. My Firefox is just dying. These sites, they're too much. <laughs> with their non-images or just pure walls of text. Can't do it. Installing more updates. It's like, we haven't seen, we haven't encountered anything like this since... <laughs> It's like any sci-fi movie. It's like aliens control computers. We need to go at completely analog. It's my computer right we... now. Oh, I want to get a psychic reading with Ellie off of Crystal Links for a hundred and eighty dollars for a one-hour psychic reading. Oh, the only thing from twenty nineteen blogs and Crystal Links is something called disclosure. <laughs> Pretty short. Disappointing. Shepherd's pie. Just simple. Like that's if you wanted a recipe, that's what it should look like on the internet. You just exactly. Put it in you a... don't have to scroll, 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 scroll to find. Here it is. Two cups of fresh organic corn. Man, recipes Damn. on the internet. This someone should be murdered. Yeah. There needs to be one person who is skinned alive on television. In and why? How, whatever recipes became on the internet, someone needs to die. Honestly, I feel like that's the only way that the hatred in my bones, deep in my bones, when I look for a recipe, I want to murder a human. And I want that person to die on TV. Whoever we could find that was responsible, who said, you know what we could do with recipes is destroy them. You know, when your hands are wet and you're in a kitchen, and you want to read something, we're going to make this the worst experience in the world. The worst. It's the guy who invented printers and made recipe sites. It, and why is there such a long preamble? It's not like a, a YouTube video or a slideshow where there's more ad revenue the longer, you know, they try to encourage the longer time spent on it. Why is there there? Like, it doesn't matter how long you spend on there scrolling through, reading through. Because they're always trying to get you to accidentally click on an ad. Oh. That's the whole game. There's sites that are just made for you to act. Rolling Stone is really good at that. Rolling Stone really wants you to accidentally click on ads. And so they can sell them as genuine engagements to their advertisers. There's sites that are like... There are sites that just make you want to accidentally click on links like they're designed for it but not on internet 97 there wasn't internet internet was so good i'd get rid of it i would get rid of the internet if i could yep just make it just for okay. just make it for colleges and universities and like doctors and medicine like su studies to like be sent to each other and the military like it originally was. <laughs> Keep it that way. <laughs> Keep it that way. It was good. It was actually good for that. Well, I think if you start, if you just live on my new internet, that's well, that's the good old days. That's the classics. Is that like yeah? It's like what the search engine is good for is old video games. Mysteries, theology, the occult, knitting, computer science, and art. And 70s porn. 
Mm. <laughs> okay, now I have to know if it would bring up like yeah. weird incest stuff or if it's like, classy. It's never gonna be uh what's it uh like step face. It's gonna be uh the classic full length movies of four hours, four hour feature length cinema risque. That's all it'll come up on these browsers. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to get. Mm. No, it's just all about video encoding. Mm. It's pretty clean. Damn it. <laughs> we still got that barn full of 70s porn somewhere. So there's still the opportunity out there for. for someone. Man, Carter, should I try and sell the old boxes? The old what? We've talked about this on the. Haven't we talked about it on a podcast? Uh, I'll be right back. I'll take a quick break if we're still good. Yeah. yeah. Like the old boxes of porn from the garage. Oh, the barn. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I should really try and sell those online. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Because like someone would buy them, Carter. Yeah. Now, what do you do? Do you sell them as lots, or do you send them as individuals? You know, hmm. I think this would be. A, I don't think I have the patience. I don't care that much. It would just be like lay all them out on the floor of the barn, take a picture of the covers, and say, "As is, go nuts, perverts." That'll be the sale. That'll be the sale tagline. As is, go nuts, you perverts. And I'll say they <laughs> smell. They smell like an old barn. If that's what you're into. <laughs> You're not going to get any money for that, though. But if you were to like individually, like you know, grade them like very well, you know, there's you don't know what about grading and stuff like that. You're new to to cards, barn and comics grade, and stuff like barn that. grade. That's the grade. <laughs> there's, fucking so, so there's barn. Uh, there's mint M. There's near mint N M. There's you know, uh, uh, very fine VF, or in your case, very farm. <laughs> Very farm, farm fresh, farm fresh, 70s yeah. porn. Yeah. Well, Warren, you know, you got to rate the spine. You got to rate the corners if they're yellowed or anything like that. Oh, they're yellowed. Yeah. Definitely yellowed. The, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yep. Hi. Did you oh, hear our conversation? No, I know. Okay. It was about boxes. 70s porn. The 70s porn in the barn. Yeah, I know. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. That's, that's what we discussed. 